I was just promised a butt massage. Promise it, or uh, just elude that I mean, it could happen. It was, it was alluded to. I don't know what's me with butts today. Uh, you were going up the stairs in front of me. I was like, "Ooh, nice booty!" I mean, and now I'm massaging Mona, the dog's butt. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And now I just said I'd massage your butt. Just a butt kind of girl. I guess I like butts. And she cannot lie. <laughs> <laughs> She's the George Washington of butts. <laughs> Um, my goodness, my goodness. My goodness, look at us starting right on time. We are, we're starting right on time. Um, We started so much on time that I didn't prep our drinks. I like it though because now everyone at home or in their cars can hear us. Listen to this drink prep. And guess what it is? I wonder if that even made a noise. I think it made a noise. You know, it's not like champagne where it's just, you know, loud, you know, it's more just like a... Well, ladies and gentlemen, as you may well know, you – oh, God, you're listening to Banshees and Booze. A paranormal <laughs> podcast. With a shot of liquid courage. <laughs> um, um, and a lot of talk about butts and uh, – Butt stuff. Butt stuff. We had a poop butt episode stuff. a couple weeks ago. Now we Dang. got a butt episode. So many – you know what? We're doing it for the great hashtags that come out of it. That's probably what it is. The last episode, Urban Pooping. Oh, I should open my. Mouth. I don't. Oh, I was going to open it. For oh, I was going to give you this one. Oh my god! I was a lady. serving you. You know what? It's, what a gentleman! It feels like right now. What? It feels Thank like you. a fun cocktail party where I'm like, so tell me everything, mm. and I'm like pouring As you our mix drinks. The drinks. I want to do that so bad. Oh, I have to tell you an, an idea. Did I tell you this already? I don't know. Okay. Sometimes I think I just text you too much because now you're working full time, and oh. I was like, wait, just this is not an important text, Amy. <laughs> Amy, you can always text me. I'll just ignore you. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Which I did to have to do. Yeah, you just have to sometimes. Yeah, sure. And then you're like, oh, I know you read it. I know you loved mm-hmm. it. You don't have to respond though. Yeah. Well, did I mention? Okay, so like we're going 2018 into 2019 this year. But next year, what? when we go from 2019 into 2020 uh-huh. for New Year's Eve, we have to have a Roaring Twenties party <gasps> where we have to dress up in 20s. Like Grey Gatsby costumes. Maybe we should go to the Cicada Club. Oh. <gasps> Amy. Yes. First of all, thank you for planning this uh, party a year and yeah. a couple months in advance. We have to. That's the only way I'll be able to attend. Same. Second of all, Amy, thank you so much for thinking that the earth will still be around <gasps> in time for 2020. <laughs> Great. <laughs> oh, great. More for me to be anxious These about. These are end times, Amy. They are? Yeah, absolutely. Then why am I working so hard on making myself a better person and cleansing my soul? And, and getting that booty tight. Getting that booty tight <laughs> if it's all going to end. Where's the cupcake? Well, I tell you what. Let's just get fat. We don't need to worry about it because we mm. got some drinks. Let's we talk, do. shall we? Let's talk. So, uh. Mm, it smells good. It smells like I'm just going to taste it. Okay, me too. Before we talk about it. Mm. Mm. You know what? It's so, so sad, but I started to salivate. Mm -hmm. So I need to drink it. Yeah, no, it's so good. So, Mm. okay, guys, Mm. this, Gynes. Oh, I hiccuped immediately. You ever heard that Gynes? No. It's like the lady version of guys. Gynes? Yeah, like, like, Gynecologist, I guess. Oh, like G-Y-N-S? Yeah. Gynes? 
Yeah. No, I've never heard of it, but now I have. I'm going to start saying it. Okay. Guys and guys. Uh, <laughs> this, <laughs> uh, this week, uh, Amy chose an amazing topic that I was shocked we hadn't covered before. Oh, no. Uh, this week, we're talking about haunted brothels. You know, I think I accidentally stumbled into an, a haunted brothel in one of my haunted bars. Oh, yeah. That's what they all say. Yes. Accidentally. Yes. I didn't realize it was a brothel. I thought I was just getting yeah. a drink and, uh, yeah. whoa, hello, <laughs> ladies. Uh, I thought she was into me. Right. <laughs> she so, charged. So I, I was doing the drink this time and, um, gosh, you hear brothel, you think one thing. You think the saloon. You think mm-hmm. the Old West. Mm-hmm. And so I was going to do a whiskey drink and then I woke up this morning in my Tummy said, if you put whiskey inside of me, I will have a reaction that will be unpleasant for everyone. Oh, no. And I said, what do you want, baby? And my tummy said, mommy, mommy, please give me beer. <laughs> Which is always what I have with it when I have a t- bad tummy. Yeah. I mean, it helps. there's something about it, something about the yeast. There's something about my, my low-lying alcoholism mm-hmm. that just craves a beer when my tummy's upset. Mm-hmm. And so in order to make it a little more thematic, I went and I picked out this lovely beer, the Go West IPA from the Anchor Brewing Company. Go West. Yeah. Because we're doing this like old wet. Mine at least is an old wet. Is yours like an old Western saloon brothel thing? Is Montana the old West? Yeah. Then yes, it is. Yes, it is. Great. So it's all very Western today. So I picked this one. And then I also brought the growlers. And then. I love them. Because I don't care about us ever being invited back here i'm gonna slide this to you <laughs> oh my god wait you ready can i can i videotape it no you have to catch it oh <laughs> <laughs> wait should, i want to boomerang it is that a, how do you do, how do you do boomerang do you open oh it's on airplane mode <laughs> never mind that's just <laughs> about getting invited back. Okay. Clearly uh, not. All right. We're, here, we'll make the note. Okay, you ready? Okay. Where do I put my hand? Yeah. You're going to have to catch. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. This is the worst plan I've ever had. Right, here we go. Okay. You ready? Ready. Uh, say, 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 hey, barkeep, beer me. Hey, barkeep, beer me. Oh, <laughs> it worked. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to slide it down to you now. Okay. Hey, hey, barkeep, beer Thank you. Thank you kindly. <laughs> Did you even realize that our drink was going to be interactive this time? I love it. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> that was great. I also love that it only slid like three inches. Well, that's because we're smart. And I know. I, I don't want to pay for this equipment. No, I do not. No, I do not. I want to pay for my own equipment. Uh, thank you for participating. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, I'm mm. so excited. So it's got mm. no name, but you know. It's bar- It's called Barkeep Beer Me. Barkeep Beer Me. Barkeep Beer Me. You know me. what? I'll remind you. Because I think mm-hmm. that when I drop the social media corresponding posts. The social meets. The social meets. I will be in Hawaii. <gasps> Aloha. And so I want to not do too much work, so I'm mm-hmm. going to write down things during this I episode. like this. I like that Amy's a multitasker. She's a badass bitch getting shit done. Getting ahead of my vacation. I already pulled the photos for my episode. Oh my I mean, my, my topic. So good. Barkeep. Well, you beer text me when me. I get home. <laughs> I will text you mine. I will forget to text you mine. I'll find yours. Okay. Oh, I'll find 
that's my homework for Wednesday. I'm just going to get ahead. <laughs> oh, oh, you know what this beer is going to do? What? I almost burped, oh. but then it went back down. <laughs> um, There's going to be so many. I missed Burpee so Amy. I'm so glad she's back. She's back, baby. Thanks to your drink. Um, I have, it is with a heavy heart. I must report something. Oh, dear. The passing of our dear beloved butt plant. Um, <gasps> no. Yeah. Yes. Uh, she was. She was a good one. Um, listeners may remember I uh, bought a sweet potato as a joke because it looked like a butt. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I loved it so much I couldn't eat it. Don't get me wrong. Eating ass is not outside the realm of possibilities. It's the butt episode. <laughs> it is the butt episode. This is perfect. Um, but I, it was so funny that I had to keep it and I decided to grow it. I decided to sprout it. And uh, she was beautiful. She was loved. She was potted. And um, gosh, if I didn't just overwater her when I went on my oh. vacation. <laughs> Went on my vacation and I came back to a wilty and moldy oh, no. plant that has moved on into plant heaven. So maybe if there are ghost plants, well, someday she will episode, visit us. Yeah. Future episode haunted plants. I mean, truly, if there are ghost plants, I am fucked because I have killed a lot of plants oh, in God. my life. There's so many ghost plants yeah. out there in the universe. Um, that's so sad. And we did, we posted a picture mm -hmm. of it. We did. Aww. So I just wanted to let everyone know, I'm so sorry that you have to find out this way, but you know what? She's in a better place. She's no, no longer The moldy. garbage can behind my apartment. The garbage, the dumpster on Hollywood Boulevard. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> like where many stars go exactly. when they haven't made it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, she was a real beauty. She, she brought a lot of joy mm. in her short time. Well, rest in peace, butt plant. Cheers to butt plant. To butt plant. Cheers. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Mm. Just more excuses to drink this beer. Shit, girl. You want to talk about ghosts? I do want to talk about ghosts. Who want, you want to go first? Um, Sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm so excited. Me too. This was a good one. There's a lot of haunted brothels. There are a lot of haunted brothels. And this one, I was so excited. It came as like... It was like a slow build excitement for me because I looked around and I, you know me, I always want to do something a little unique, a little interesting. And then mm -hmm. I was like, what am I doing? Go for the classic. Go for exactly what you want to do. Yeah. First, check Amy's research and make sure she didn't do the same thing. Mm -hmm. That was the first thing I did. Yeah, I do a little sneaky sneak. I, I always put it at the sneak. top. Yeah, I do too, <laughs> yep. based off of you. I always do a little sneaky sneak uh -huh. when you do yours first too. Right. Mm -hmm. It's just mm -hmm. smart. Yep. So, uh... I went ahead and did the Birdcage Theater in Tombstone, Arizona. Oh, my God. There's a Ghost Adventures episode on that one. There is also a Ghost Hunters episode. It's so haunted. It's, it's so, so haunted. haunted. Oh, my oh gosh. God. It was so exciting. Okay. So I got most of my research from goodolhauntedhouses.com. But I also – did you do two? Me too. <gasps> Source, Wait. hauntedhouses.com. Way to go, hauntedhouses.com. They're on it. Way to be They're on it. the forefront reporters of haunted brothels. Honestly. Um, and then I also watched my uh, Ghost Hunters episode as well. Um, all right. So let's talk about it. Uh, the Birdcage Theater in uh, Tombstone, Arizona. It is one of the most haunted buildings in all of Tombstone. This 
quote, notorious place of vice got its name from the 14 cribs or cages draped with velvet, which hung from the ceiling where the bar's sex workers, I sure did change that word, dressed in feathers and would, quote, service men. I think they probably just danced in those cages, right? It seems a little hard to be doing. Yeah, that'd, be, that'd be like to like do it ab- To be doing like the... contact sex work. Yeah. That'd be – especially back in that day when nothing was safe. Yeah. No, like you, Yeah. No. Nothing was safe. Nothing was safe. Yeah. I bet they were just exotic dancing and yeah. then took and them then, somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So it had like a bunch of levels. And oh. another thing that happened there was gambling. There were really like high-stake gamblers that, that came there. So – um, and they also had a stage show. It was called a theater. Let's not forget. Oh, of course. Yes. That's why um, people went. Exactly. The Ex- they were taking in a show. Yes. Um, Just me and the boys, though. <laughs> you stay home tonight, dear. <laughs> we have to go get cultured. This is the Wild West, Martha. I'm doing my damnedest. I put it on my vision board. I wanted to be able to speak more clearly about art. <laughs> Now shut the fuck up and let me watch the cage sex worker. (laughs) Don't smell me when I get home. You're not going to like it. (laughs) You just won't because it's the 1880s and we don't have deodorant. (laughs) Oh, everything probably smelled so bad back then. It must have smelled so bad. Look at this. We're taking in a show. We're making a whole show. Look at us. That's right. Look at us, culture Um, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) That's a shirt. Um... (laughs) Okay, so um, it has been called the most authentic-looking establishment in all of Tombstone, as it is a museum with the, quote, best decor, putting on display artifacts and original items which belonged in the 1880s Birdcage Theater. Um, the same originally f- original family who built the place in 1881 has owned this building for four generations. Whoa. How great is that? Dang. So here's what's crazy. It opened in 1881. And then the mines shut down in 1889, and so it did too. It was fucking only open for eight years. Seriously? Uh Uh-huh. I thought, wow, because it's so historic. They did a lot. So it shut down in 1889, and it was closed for 50 years. What? Mm -hmm. This is shocking. I had no idea. And then it reopened for tourists um, when Tombstone was picked to be on the National Historic Places list, you know, because of all of the, you know, the Wyatt Earp and the OK Corral and the shootout and the blah, 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 blah. became a historic place for all the death. Because of all the shooting. You know, it's like... Now that's some privilege. A bunch of white dudes shoot each other and it's like, this is a historic monument. Yeah, honor this. <laughs> yeah. We're not honoring all of the like putting up monuments and all of like the ghetto neighborhoods that are in our country. <laughs> you know? It's like <laughs> that, that tradition ended, thankfully. Um okay, so let's talk about the fucking ghosts. You know me, I tried to do a bunch of it. I was like, and fascinatingly, I was gonna tell the whole story. I was like, fuck it, let's just talk about ghosts. I love it. Okay. So um this place truly like ever since it reopened, everyone has said, Oh my gosh, it's so haunted here. Um, activity really accelerates after 9 p.m. Every single night after 9 p.m., that is when manifestations are at their height, although some people have had experiences during the day. Um, Some of the things that have been reported is uh, people smell the distinctive odor of cigar smoke and then also the smell of whiskey, which I'm like, yeah – it was a bar. Right. But I You're guess, definitely going to smell cigar and whiskey 
but after 50 years. That's a good point. I guess they're not serving it now because it's a museum. That'd yeah. be a cool museum, though. Oh. Uh, <laughs> is it still open? We'll get yeah. there. Yeah, oh, it's okay, open. okay. Yeah. Um, the museum sound system sometimes turns itself on, providing saloon music, which surprises the living and brings enjoyment to the entities who still patronize the Birdcage Theater. That's wildly speculative. Hauntedhouses.com. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Um, many witnesses have heard the clear voice of a woman singing, strange noises coming from the balcony boxes, and the sound of dice being thrown, glasses clinking, and cards being shuffled. So it is just fully swinging. It is just like, like – They're still there. I kind of like to think that like it was so full of activity for eight years, you know, it became like yeah. famous and, you know, infamous. Um and uh whoa sorry that was <laughs> sorry people My have fear. heard the sounds of swell water bottles <laughs> all the way back to the 1880s that's that's our like haunted pilates studio in la <laughs> i heard the clink of a swell water bottle mm-hmm. and a resistance band snapping <laughs> and the sound of oh <laughs> Um, I could smell lavender. It was crazy. <laughs> Palo Santo everywhere. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was like, you know, it was all busy at that time. And then it closed for 50 years. I bet hardly anybody went in there for 50 years. I bet the party just kept going. And it was probably kind of a time warp yeah. with like – I feel like back then when the things closed down, they closed down fast. Yeah. It wasn't like, you know, we're just going to pack up all the yeah. barware. And- Going out of business. Yeah. <laughs> Clearance. Uh-huh. 75% off. All things must go. Uh-huh. I feel like people just like left uh-huh. town and went to the next big town, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I feel like it was probably kind of a time capsule. Yeah, absolutely. And we're perfect for ghosts. Love it. Okay. So the theater manager, um, Cheryl, reports that the ghosts here are friendly and like to play. Hmm. Um, items are moved around and put in odd places. Uh, here is a specific example. One day, a $100 poker chip appeared on a gambling table, that, and it was found by a tourist. Uh, the tourist picked it up and showed it to the owner, who had never seen anything like it before. Uh, the owner took it and locked it in a safe. When the experts arrived to take a look at it, because they were like, oh, my God, this is historical thing just showed up. Experts arrived to take a look at it. The chip had disappeared, much to the annoyance of everyone involved. Oh, my God. After the experts left, the chip reappeared in a locked desk drawer. Son of a gun. Yeah. Little sneak. That's Little. probably like, mm-mm. You're not going to analyze this. Sneaky, sneaky. That's crazy. And then this was my favorite story. There were a ton of stories and a ton of like, you know, oh, I heard this thing. I saw this thing, whatever. But this is a this is my favorite story. Um, when it reopened as a museum, a life-size statue of Wyatt Earp was placed in one of the balcony boxes. Um, every morning after it was installed, the museum employees would find his hat sitting in the middle of the floor below. This continued for six months. One morning, the statue was even completely turned around. Oh, my God. A historian came in and was consulted, and he told them that they had put Wyatt Earp in the box where the Clantons used to sit. And the Earps and the Clantons, they had big beef, right? No, I didn't know that. Okay. So it was the it was, oh, it was the Clantons box. <gasps> so they moved the statue Ooh. of Wyatt Earp to the correct balcony box, and nothing has happened since. 
Oh my god! How fucking crazy! Holy is that? Shit. Like, I love it. That's insane. I know. I know. Oh my god! I was also thinking like the statue of him, like his hat was also like bronzed, like a part of the oh, statue. Oh. I'm like, how did his yeah. hat <laughs> get all the way? I'm sure it was just like a mannequin, right? You know? Yeah, that's so creepy though. That would yeah. creep me out just having a mannequin up in the box. Yeah. Why are you doing that? Uh-huh. Uh huh. So never mind. I was about to talk about a very distinctive feature at my office, and I realized it would say exactly where my office is. So never mind. Sorry, oh, no yeah. mannequin story for you. <gasps> Um, no, I'm tar- starting to think I'm like mannequins. No, mannequins, I'll, I'll tell mannequins. you later. So, uh, as I may have mentioned, there was an episode of Ghost Hunters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was so thrilled and I found it and I watched it. And as I started to watch it, I suddenly realized it's one of my favorite episodes of Ghost Hunters, which I hadn't thought about in a really long time. Mm. I know I say that all the time, but you guys have to understand there are many seasons of Ghost Hunters, and so I have lots of favorites. It's okay to have several favorites. It was one of the best episodes of Ghost Adventures, yeah. which, you know, isn't makes me angry, yeah. Yeah. that show. Um, but it was a – I just yeah. recall it being very active. See, yeah. I feel like that is the one episode of Ghost Adventures I watched on my own. To when oh, they were in Tombstone, yeah, because I watched one episode and he was real rude to a sex worker, a yeah. dead sex worker, and I was like, "Who is this motherfucker? He is my Fuck enemy." Him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, he was really rude to. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you get in bed with me? Yeah. He like yeah. he was like, "I brought you a flower. Yes. Don't you want to give me a kiss? Don't you want to give me a kiss?" And Which I was like, "Every nasty old man has said that to a woman. Don't come on. Don't you want to give me a kiss?" Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Hold on, yeah. I'm get drinking. I know, I need this delicious beer to wash my tongue. So, mm-hmm. it was um, season three, episode one. So adorable. They're all babies. Um, and uh, as I started watching, I was like, oh my God, this is that one. And it has two of my favorite, all time favorite Ghost Hunter moments ever. Um, well, we know the number one is Dude Run. Dude Run yeah, that's is number, number one. one. Number two is another phrase that is not popular in the lexicon of Ghost Hunter fans. Uh There are no t-shirts with this. However, they were inside and Jason and Grant heard a noise and it's so loud. It's so clear as day above their heads and it sounds like something dropping and then rolling. And Grant goes, it sounds like a hard rubber ball rolling across the ceiling. So then they leave and then uh, Steve Steve and uh, Dave Tango come in and Dave's got a, got kind of an accent. He's got kind of a Dave Snook thing going on too. Ah, yes, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> and they heard the exact same thing and Dave Tango goes, dude, you hear that? Sounds like a hard rubber ball. <laughs> Sounded like a hard rubber ball. You said that perfectly. I haven't even seen this episode. This is why. This is why. Like, that became a catchphrase in my household for years. Hard rubber ball. Hard rubber ball. It sounded sounded like a hard rubber ball. Uh, So I was like, it's a hard rubber ball moment. Hard rubber ball moment. I can't believe it. So beyond it being just like the greatest thing ever. Oh, my um, God. They also caught a whole bunch of stuff. Like, a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. One of them was they had an EVP, electronic voice phenomenon, and it was a pure EVP in the sense that they didn't hear it. 
It only showed up on tape. Oh. And you can tell they didn't hear it because they were having a very dumb conversation about a fake mermaid in the corner. Oh, my God. In which Dave Tanko is literally saying, like, well, the bottom part's not real, which makes me go, does he think the hold on, does he real? think... <laughs> So, like, this was a good lesson. Keep in mind, if you're ghost hunting, don't talk about dumb things because that's when the ghost is going to get on your recorder and then you're going to have to replay. You're going to have to be like, I don't know. Should I pop it? You know, like, <laughs> like that's what's going to be recorded. Like, you have truly found that's evidence true. of ghosts and you're yeah. like, but I can't share this. Yeah, because you have to constantly hear your yeah. dumb fucking conversation. Yeah, you like, it would be so embarrassing. <laughs> that is why we've never found ghosts. I bet there's plenty of evidence of ghosts, but they only talk when somebody's like. Yeah, that's why you and I have never <laughs> Captured an EVP on our podcast, except for that one time with the. um, Oh my god, the scary growl! growl. Yeah, Yeah. but we were talking about scary things. We were, but most of the time we're just chatterboxing. We're just chatterboxing, talking about our periods and all that girl stuff. I've never heard a ghost talk and say something before. Seen them, felt them, all that stuff. I've never heard any ghost. Oh, I have. You have? Well, I talked about it last time. I heard that scream. Oh, the scream. Well, and of course, the growl that we captured yeah, in like episode yeah. 13 or Haunted Bathrooms episode. Yeah. But yeah, that's true. Huh. Yeah. Well, for your birthday. So for Tammy's birthday, I purchased her uh-huh. uh, an uh, EVP meter? What EMF. Was it? EMF meter. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That doesn't record the voices. No. It was an EMF meter and I had to return it because it was embarrassing. It looked like a Fisher Price toy. I mean, it was so so. I'm like, this is. I it don't, was the thought. I don't care that it has five thousand perfect reviews. It looked like something I'm that a I'd classy buy. lady. Yeah, exactly. I deserve my, the best. This is my boo. I'm gonna get you just some the preschool looking shit. You know, I love you. I love you. I love you. I'm gonna take you to the Queen Mary. Treat you right. Yeah, we're going to Queen right, Mary. We are, guys. Sorry, I'm so it's distracted. I know. I'm so just okay. Keep going. Okay, okay, hold on. Okay, okay. It's there's two more things. Okay, so we're talking about the he mermaid. Thinks maybe the mermaid's real on so top. Maybe thinks the mermaid's real. <laughs> he wishes. Yeah. Uh, the boobs and- are real, right? <laughs> the boobs real. The seashell bra is really uh, looking. Oh man, <laughs> looks like it's full hot rubber balls. <laughs> My hot rubber balls are feeling uh, the uh, boobies there. Uh, <laughs> I have to say, this was truly some excellent evidence that I'm now just like it doesn't matter uh, because I'm, I'm so I'm so full of mirth. Um, there was old timey music playing, and like they didn't hear it because they would have mentioned it. And it is so distinctive; it is straight up like saloon fucking music. Holy shit! And when they played it for the owners, the owners were like, "We don't have anything that sounds like that. We have nothing that sounds like that." And oh, it's so loud; my, it's crazy. And that they didn't yeah. hear it. So here's my number one favorite part. This is one of my favorite pieces of evidence. I think I told you there was the lighthouse thing with the chair and then I was just like, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Um, This is one of the scariest things I've ever seen on Ghost Hunters. And this moment is so scary that it like made it into the credits like moving forward. So uh, it's on one of the like black light cameras and uh, I think it's Steve. Yeah, Steve's like talking to one of the camera guys or whatever. And you see in the background, you know, it's the saloon and there's a bell, like a old timey, like looks like a school bell. And the oh, lady yeah. said it was the mine bell and it would ring when it was like the mines are closing. So like here come the customers, oh, you know, getting our rush. Uh-huh. And um, they had, you know, put up all their equipment and they had taken a, a cable and they had wrapped it a couple of times around it to keep it up off the ground, you know, to do it around. And you see in the background the cable lift up and fall to the ground. Oh my god. 
I have a chill. And literally, it's so loud that when it hits the ground, Steve whips around <gasps> and is like, what was that? Oh, my God. And so the crazy part, too, is that they you even see them setting up and you see them wrap it a couple times. And so they were even talking. They were like, look, if somebody had tripped over this, if somebody – like, it would have moved the bell. It, it might have even ripped it off. But it was wrapped around a couple of times. And by the time it jumps off, it's it literally just, like, lifts up and falls. It is so scary. Oh my gosh. I have to see this. It is so scary. I'll find the clip. I'll find the clip and send it to you. So anyway, it was such a delight to kind of accidentally stumble back into one of my favorite episodes of Ghost Hunters, all thanks to uh, Tombstone and the Birdcage Theater. Oh my gosh. That is fascinating. I mean... Uh, that's awesome. I can't believe it was only operating for like eight or nine years. Isn't that crazy? And that it's got so much activity going on. And I feel a little like, you know, I I pride myself on being well-educated. Mm-hmm. I know so nothing about like the shootout at the OK Corral. Like I know mm. buzzwords. I know Wyatt Earp. I know yeah. Doc Holliday. I know Clanton's. But I don't know anything. I, the, like, I don't no. even know the movie. Yeah, no, I never saw the movie. Yeah. I don't know Doc Holliday or the Clantons. I only uh-huh. knew Wyatt Earp. And yeah, I don't – what was the movie with Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio? And, oh, that's uh, Quick and the Dead. Yeah, The Quick and the Dead. I saw The Quick and the Dead. Was, I love I love my man. Oh, that's right. He's terrible a fucking movie. A, yeah, it was, it was terrible. fucking movie. Well, I feel that was when he was just at his height and like his peak. And so yeah. it was like, I'm going to see this. And yeah, it was pretty boring. I don't know much about the – yeah, I don't know anything about yeah. that. It never interested me, to, uh, to be honest. So I'm wondering even like – they said the mines closed in 89 if it was a mine-related thing or if it was like because this shootout happened or like right. – I don't know. I'm vaguely interested. I would read one and a half Wikipedia articles about this. Maybe me too. Yeah. Maybe me too. That is so fascinating. I wonder how much traffic Tombstone gets. I mean, if it's open as a museum. Well, yeah. I think the whole – it is like – it's like a – I mean, you could go to Tombstone or you could just go to Knott's Berry Farm, you know? Do they have a Tombstone area? Well, yeah. Well, they've got the – you know, they've got the Old West part. Oh, yeah. Same with Disney. You could go to Frontierland. That's true. You You could could play some shooting games. You could absolutely do that. Yeah. You could see some shows. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. That that episode, that time period in history never – I don't know. I just was not interested in that, in the wild, wild west. I feel like being from Texas, I'm like – kind of averse to that because people assume that's part of right yeah Yeah, that's true and being from new york we just simply don't care (laughs) like how does this affect us (laughs) refined cultured new rochelle new rochelle baby (laughs) hot rubber balls that's the difference we just say balls instead hot rubber balls Get your balls out of my attic. Uh, Whoa, well, I did not think that's where that's going. Okay, I going. thought about attic because there's – I was just thinking about – remember when I – we did an episode with the Stanley Hotel yeah. and how I went to visit it and they said on the fourth floor you could hear like rubber balls bouncing and rolling back and forth. Okay. Because and that's where the children used to Truly, if you play. said that, I would have already told the story about hot rubber balls. <laughs> so now I feel bad. <laughs> no. Well, that was like episode was two. Like, yeah, that literally yeah. was episode oh, two. Oh, so come on, come on. It was over a year ago. Come on. Uh, that's so cool. I um, I remember too in the episode of Ghost Adventures for um, 
the Birdcage Theater, that they said, is this true? Did you come across this thing? Someone died while performing, like a high-flying act or something. Oh. That a, they thought a, one of the females died oh. while performing, and so she's still kind of on stage. Oh. Yeah. I did not. I think that was one I of I did them. not come across that, but that Me? sounds very, mm. very plausible. As Who we knows? said, everything was dangerous. Everything was dangerous. Nothing mm-hmm. was safe. Everyone was just trying to make a buck. Mm-hmm. Find some gold. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's capitalism for you. I'll tell you what. A lot more people will be alive. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my socialism podcast. Um, well, my brothel mm-hmm. is in – I don't know how to pronounce this. Is it Butte, Montana? Butte. Butte, which is perfect for the butt-themed episode because <gasps> it's spelled B-U-T-T-E. Oh, my God. It's butt Montana. Like butt Montana. Mm-hmm. Butte? Butte. 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 I thought it was Butte, but what's called – but. Okay. <laughs> but. I said but. Uh, no, no offense to anyone in Montana. It's beautiful, whatever. Uh, so I did the Dumas or Dumas, Dumas brothel. Oh my God. You did the dumbass brothel in Butt, Montana? <laughs> <laughs> oh, ow. Sorry. I clapped and I rubbed my headphones off my ears. <laughs> and then you apologized to yourself. I apologized to me. <laughs> Sorry, Amy. It's okay, Amy. You're fine. <laughs> Boy, this beer has something in it. <laughs> I know. I didn't mean to get this. Has got, oh my god! This has got some booze in it. It is strong. I'm looking girl. at it. Well, it's an it's, IPA. It only says six point seven. That doesn't seem true. Um, this is a cute bottle, though. It's so cute. I love the label. That There's enough alcohol in this that I think this is a cute bottle. So it is. I think it's a great. I didn't take a photo of it. All right, you're right. I did the dumbass you brothel did the dumbass in brothel. Brothel, Montana, which is amazing. <laughs> oh my! We're Ooh, adults. We're allowed to vote. We can make decisions. <laughs> we can raise the next generation. <laughs> but we're still gonna laugh at butt stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So D U M A S. They were French Canadian brothers. Some it was du- Dumas. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. I'm going to call it Dumas. Yeah, I think that works. I don't know. Um, anyway, so the Dumas brothel uh, bed and breakfast, as it's now called. <laughs> <laughs> but we all know the truth. It was a brothel. Um, oh, wait. Dumas brothel bed and breakfast. Never mind. The word's still in there, I guess. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's located in an area that was once the heart of Butte, Montana's historic red light district. Oh. Didn't know Montana had one. Interesting. Yeah. So unlike your um, brothel, which was only open for eight or nine years, mm-hmm. this one uh, opened for business in 1890 and was a working brothel. For 92 years. It closed in 1982. I mean, I've got questions. <laughs> I totally skipped ahead, too. Um, so, so okay. So, Victorian brick building. There's four large windows in the front, which frame the doorway. And it's like, it's really, really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, It has a long, notorious reputation as a house that sold sensual pleasure to mm-hmm. the common miner. Once again, miners. miners. All these Get, brothels were just for the miners. Getting in those caves. <laughs> <laughs> Digging for treasure. <laughs> treasure uh-huh. for pleasure. <laughs> 
We're silly We're today. We're so giggly today. I love it so much. Uh, it also served the well-to-do. Uh, uh, so it was built uh, to be a three-level brothel. Um, bah, bah, bah. It was a real moneymaker because the booming mining industry uh, just brought once the – like you said, like with yours, once the mines closed – Mm-hmm. So um, uh, the main floor uh, has like larger rooms with pocket doors that they could open up and have parties. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. oh I get you. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I know. Those kind of parties. I know. Those are parties. Party in my pants. Tupperware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tupperware. And then, uh, you know, they close the doors off. You'd have your individual rooms. Um, and then there'd be hallways in, indoors in the main uh, hallway uh, where the woman would stand on display for the man to choose which lady appealed mm-hmm. to him the most. Um, so, yeah, so it opened in 1890. Um, and uh, this was back when sex working was thought to be legal. It wasn't looked highly upon, but, mm-hmm. it you know, authorities – Knew what was happening and they let it happen. Sure. Um, so it was run by Canadian entrepreneur brothers Joseph and Arthur Nadeau. So I don't know why they call it the Dumas brothel. I thought that was their last name, but it wasn't. Sorry, I keep oh, I keep yanking my headphones off my ears. Yeah, we're gonna handle this headphone situation. Yeah, we're yeah. The cord episode. shouldn't be on top of the it table. That was not. so dumb. Yeah, this, yeah. It's okay. okay. Anyway, uh, y- you guys would understand if you were here, but you know. <laughs> Maybe one of these episodes we should shoot, we should live stream. We absolutely should. Yeah, because we are so good looking and we yeah. are just adorable. I mean, to look my at. makeup looks amazing yeah. right now. Yeah, mine too. And, uh, oh, your lashes and your, yeah. oh my God, your bright red lips mm-hmm. and my yeah. hair, my, my cascading curls. Yeah, it's so full. It's I can tell. I can tell that you blow dried your hair upside down. Too yeah. bad I already took video of us passing the beer to Crap. each other. <laughs> We're so bad at this. We're so bad at this, Tammy. <laughs> we need a business professional yeah. to help us with this shit. <laughs> we need a PR person to sit in the room and with us and be like, no, 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 no. We need a hair makeup team and a PR person, please. Send them our way. I'd take a bartender, too, at this point. Oh, God. Well, Roz volunteered. She'll do it. Roz. We might take you up on that once yeah. we have a kitchen. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have to have a podcast studio with a kitchen. Mm-hmm. And that's all. Oh, Roz would be happy to do it. Um, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So the upstairs second floor had um, a bunch of large rooms and suites with uh, large open balconies and skylights. And this is where the people with the money went. The politicians, the well-to-dos, and they got like the, like, the, the gorgeous. The good sex. The good sex. Gotcha. Then you had uh, the downstairs basement area, mm. which was um, called the the cribs. Yeah, cribs. Uh, okay. Which I'm like, is that what it means when you say, like, why don't you come back to my crib and chill? Fuck. This was established in the 1800s. So, so the crib, so, the, so it had a very ample basement, and this is where the miners with less money went to uh, enjoy sex with the, quote, not so pretty and older sex workers. Hey, more experience. You know, exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, so, they, yeah, they worked out of a tiny cubicle. I have pictures I'm going to post. Adorable. Um, just big enough for a bed and it was called a crib. 
So, yeah. And there was like 40 to 50 cribs in the basement. Good Lord. I know. And these photos that I'll post, like the upstairs, the parlor rooms, like, oh my gosh, there's like a sink and like an actual toilet in the room. And then there's like a bed and yeah, with like beautiful like silk curtains. Mm -hmm. And then the cribs are Nasty. Uh-huh. Oh, it's nasty. Yeah. Um, oh, here we go. 43 cribs. Um, they, they were operational around the clock. So there were three shifts of women to cover um, eight-hour shifts. Yeah. So they were open 24-7 uh, because the miners were assigned one of three shifts at the mines. Oh. And it was just good business to be open 24 hours it's a really day. really smart. You know, mm-hmm. like a like a 7-Eleven. I wish that manicure places were more like that. They're only open during the day. I, I need yeah. my nails done. And they close at like 7 p.m., which when I was working, uh-huh. I was like – because I have my specific salons. Look at this situation. Look at this situation. And I've got, I've got gels so I can't take them off myself. Mm. You uh, know what I wound up doing when I was so anxious at my desk all day? Uh, I'd peel them oh, off you're myself. Not you're not that. supposed to do that. My, my nails – have never looked better. They're so healthy now, <laughs> now that you're not at that job. Yeah, stopped doing that. <laughs> but I got to get them done before my trip. Yeah, and yeah, they close at like seven, so it's it's. Re- and then the weekends are just so busy. Uh, yeah, and my yeah. the one I go to is closed on Sundays, so I have one day, what? and I record the podcast on Saturday. Alone. So I'm straight up going to have a quote-unquote doctor's appointment in the very near future where I come back with really nice nails. <laughs> Just keep your hands in your pocket. It'll be fine. Not anyone- if someone notices, then they've got – they're not busy enough. they got to work harder. That is so smart, Amy. Thank you, Tammy. I will use that line. Thank you. Okay. Let's talk okay, about – Okay. Let's talk let's about, talk about the sex workers. And the sex workers, which I am changing Every word I did, to I had sex to do worker. It too. Yeah. But I didn't write it as sex worker, so I have to consciously be like, uh-huh. you're like that, that Google app that translates on the fly. <laughs> it's not easy. <laughs> um, okay, so and then they also eventually they it, business was booming so much that they extended the crib area and that they added more cribs and they so they like, put an extension on the basement. Um, and then they let which led to a back alley. Which I guess that's where all the sex workers kind of hung out. And the miners would like just go back and like oh. choose their ladies from the back alley and then go down into the basement. Stop and think crib. about that for one second. They had 43 cribs yeah. and they needed more. So at any given time, there were 43 fucks happening in that house. Talk about smells. There were 43 fucks happening. Simultaneously. That is so much fucking. And like, that's a lot of ladies to employ. I mean, straight up think about a, like a house. At any given time, there's almost guaranteed – like any home, there's probably one couple – yeah. That fucks each other in that home, right? Well, yeah. And like an apartment building, right? So I've got 120 units in my apartment building. So there could potentially be. 43 at one time? Only if something's in the air. Yeah, that's, that's like crazy. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. And the smells. Oh, that's not including the ladies upstairs. In oh, the yeah. nice well-to-do mm-hmm. areas. There are probably like a dozen up there yeah. too. Yep. Whoa. Stinky. Oh, and they weren't the only brothel. There was a bunch, but they were the most successful. They oh. were the longest running. And uh-huh. yes, yeah, so, so there was like a lot wow. happening. It was the red line district. Um, okay, anyway. Boo, 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 boo. Oh, oh, and then they built underground tunnels. What? That went all the way even to City Hall. Oh. So that the uh, well to do's uh-huh. didn't get 
spotted going to the brothels, right? Okay, so this just opens up so much hauntings. Um, um, so the ladies kept 40% of their earnings. Oh, that's nice. Plus tips. Oh, damn. Not bad, right? Better than waiting. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, I was in the <laughs> wrong business. Uh-huh. I was born in the wrong century. Um, but Okay, okay. So there was one woman, and she's going to come back. You know what I mean? Uh, she was petite. She was French-Canadian as well. Her name is Sandra. And she was there uh, – she was brought in illegally from the Nadeau brothers um, because she was – Real good. She had some techniques that no one had ever experienced Which before. Nana. I know. I wish I had details on that one. I'm like, like what? What is this? It's in? probably like she French kissed. Right. And they're just like, oh my God, her tongue's in my mouth. I'm used to there only being my tongue in my mouth. Whoa. <laughs> Quick, go to a crib. Her fingers grazed my rubber balls. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard of such a thing. <laughs> Um, oh, this is great. So she she knew a lot of techniques. She made a good living and retired at the age of 61. Uh, oh, I don't know if I'm happy or sad about that. I wonder if they, like, put her into the basement when she hit, like, 40. They're like, okay, now you go down there. Uh-huh. You're like, your techniques are good, but you, you think, old. You think she had a cake <laughs> party? <laughs> How did she even live to be 61? In the 1800s? I mean, come on. You're... Fucking day and night, all uh-huh. these guys with no protection. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just saying. She probably smelled real bad too. Everyone smells in this story. <laughs> Amy, just everyone Amy's smells. Amy's olfactory senses are offended. It's a fun song. <laughs> um. So anyway, it it ended up um going through like a lot of changes. Oh wait, I wanted to say something about Sandra. So because she was there illegally, um, the uh authorities were like, we're gonna we're coming in to get her. We know she's here illegally. And they would call the brothel in advance to like let them know is also a way for them to say, okay, hide the politicians because we're coming oh, to get Sandra. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And they would. They would hide the politicians. The, the politicians would get out. But they had a specially made refrigerator that they hid Sandra in. So when you open the refrigerator, it just looks like a normal – and then there's a little back part that she would hide in. Oh, and there's God. a picture of it. A picture of it. <gasps> Yeah, so she must have been real petite. Yeah. Because she's real petite. I'm like, can you go fit in a fridge? <laughs> That's, she must have been really, really good Yeah, uh, for her, her, them to be like, no, no, no. We'll build this fridge. We'll build a refrigerator. Um, by 1942, uh, the government, the federal government shut down all the open public houses of ill repute in the United States to protect their war effort. Mm-hmm. And the brothels had to change how they operated. The underground passages were closed. They knocked down the cheap addition um, with all the extra cribs. They sealed off the basement. Everything was left behind by the women still there creating a time capsule, Tammy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God. They changed the name to the Dumas Hotel. And um, the first and second floors were still discreetly open for business. But okay. it was now run as a hotel. Right. Um, and the, a um, hotel. Uh, <laughs> uh, sexual needs were still being met. And uh, da, da, da. So uh, by 1971, the Dumas Hotel was bought by a woman named Ruth Garrett. She uh, 
killed her husband, who was abusive. Neat. Shot him. Served about six months out of a nine-year sentence, uh, and then bought the bought the hotel. And she still ran it as a brothel, wow. a secret brothel. She took care of the girls. Uh, she made sure that they were safe, that they weren't being abused, and um, and then she went. She had to go to jail for tax evasion um, in 1990. I'm telling you, this was running for so yeah. long. And then it was bought by some antique dealers, Ruby and Jason, um, <laughs> on the condition, um, Ruth says, you have to open it as a museum. You have to keep it open as a museum. Yeah. And that is when uh, they started to restore it and they opened up the seal of the basement. Oh, my God. And the cribs, discovering a time capsule, showing what life was like in the brothel. Um, it, re- it ran as a museum for 20 years. And um, then in 2013, it was purchased by some investment people who wanted to restore it and, and run it as a bed and breakfast, but it didn't succeed. And mm. and it was just purchased for $29,000 this past October. Oh, my So, like, gosh. last month. Yeah. And I don't know what they're going to do with it yet, but some – fan of the he's like no no we yeah. must save it so Aww. 29 grand man um, yeah so are you ready to hear about the ghost i'm so ready so it's not in order so okay so when uh the uh, most previous oh no no when jason ruby and jason ruby, they're the yeah. ones that were it was sold to by ruth um, when he walked into the, the structure, he saw smoky mists and heard disembodied voices in the first floor areas right away. Mm. On a tour, uh, because then it was operated as a museum, on a tour, a latched door unlocked itself in front of a group of witnesses. <gasps> and then people have experienced the aroma of cigar smoke oh my on the first floor, like just like yours. Um, people have been tenderly touched. Their hands have been held by a small unseen hand of a friendly woman entity. Um, and they think it might be Sandra mm-hmm. because she was real tender with her touch. And petite. Uh, and very petite. So then there's the entity of Madame Eleanor Knott. Mm. Uh, she she was a madam there. She fell in love with a married businessman in 1955. I keep forgetting it ran as a brothel yeah. for 90 years. I'm I like, know. Like, I started picturing her with a corset. Yep, and then I was too. like, oh, now she's Lucille Ball. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, so they planned to run away together. Well, guess what? The morning they were supposed to go, yeah. he didn't show up. That's weird. Mm-hmm. It happens, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she was devastated. She killed herself. And so right after she died, the sex workers and the staff of the brothel would see her apparition, so as early as the 50s, uh, walking throughout the, the floors. And she um, she was a strong, protective spirit. Uh, and she was like very like just oops sorry small bottle <laughs> she was very like you know kind to the girls and you know just she, it felt like more of a maternal presence mm-hmm. so, so they weren't scared um, and then with Ruby and Jason the new the the owners that made it into a museum uh, when they were when they owned it it was broken into by three uh, thieves. And they grabbed some stuff um, downstairs. They had a little antique uh, gift shop down there. Mm. And then when they went up this to the second floor, um, an avalanche of flying china uh, was thrown at them. And they, they got freaked out and they ran out. And that was – Holy yeah. Isn't that crap. crap. So cool. It's like Beauty and the Beast. I know. I was like, this kind of sounds like bullshit, but I love it. I love it. I'm it in. was. It's so yeah. much like Beauty and the Beast. Um, they have a picture of a male entity caught in a photo by an investigator, and he's wearing a minor outfit Ooh. and a bandana. 
Near the basement door that led to the tunnels that ran through the red light district, another photo was uh, caught two apparitions, a male and a female entity together. Um, and let's see, do, 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 do. oh, so there's a bunch of female entities in the basement once they unsealed mm-hmm. it. Uh, so they captured two EVPs, a female entity. Um, this is funny. There were it was these two female entities talking politics. Why they were they were agreeing with an unflattering quip uh, said by an investigator about politicians. Perhaps one of the women is the one that may have died there because they also discovered the remains of a blood-stained handprint. Ew. And it can still be seen on the inner wall of a crib room. Oh my god. Mhm. And that room also had a badly damaged door jam, so it suggests that there was a violent entrance mm. made by someone. Yeah. Mhm. So this was discovered when the uh, rooms were opened up uh, or unsealed mm-hmm. by Ruby and Jason and um yeah, the figure a uh, sex worker was killed. Man, I really really hope that like some museum staff got to like go down there and my god, you I know? know. The pictures are really eerie. Oh, I They're see. super eerie. Um yeah, I got them. I've got them. Um ba 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 um oh so Ruby, like the badass woman that killed her husband. Oh no, no, that was Ruth. God, yeah. I'm getting Ruth and Ruby mixed up. Ruby was Jason's wife, right. the, the the antique people. Mm-hmm. Um, she has seen the entity of Madame Eleanor Not, um, and that she actually helped Ruby write a book about the Dumas brothel. What? She like got messages from her and it helped her write a book. I know it's pretty cute. <laughs> I excuse me. I oh, good. oh, good. As a tiny baby one, but it, it, yeah, but it was it was petite. <laughs> it was illegal. <laughs> <laughs> I am coming to read your burps. Meet me in the refrigerator. <laughs> um. Uh, do, do, do. Oh, so the Dumas Brothel Hotel Museum website, which was established by Ruby and Jason, um, they would post um from the like, tour investigation like. You know, paranormal investigations. Mm-hmm. Um, when they would uh, let them in and take a tour, they would post their photos. And there were several clear, unmistakable photos of female entities um, and two male entities that are always seen in these pictures. And they don't know who they are. Um, tons of EVPs, especially in the madam's former suite. Um, there was like a bunch more, but it got it got very repetitive. So basically, it's crazy Amy, fucking haunted. This place is the most haunted ever. It's so haunted. The fact that they sealed something up after yeah. 50 years yeah. of operation and then didn't unseal it up for another 50 years. Well, that's kind of like the Birdcage Theater where it Dude. operated and then it got closed off for 50 years. You're right. You know? This is one of the... Oh my gosh, um, she's showing me a picture. This is actually the she's nice... She's trying to freak me out. This is the hallway the hallway that leads to the nice rooms. Look at all of those orbs. Those are no, I don't want this. See the windows on the interior yeah, hallway? That's yeah. where the ladies would stand. Oh, I know. I like that. I know. I think of all the sexy poses I would do. Mm-hmm. Just, just lovely. Yeah. And then the, you want to see a crib? This is nasty. I do. I do want to see a crib. That's a crib. Ugh. Gross. I mean, <laughs> you know, I live in Hollywood. And- that would go for probably like five hundred a night, you know. Oh God, absolutely. That's a, yeah, that's a um, yeah, that's a fifteen hundred dollar a month place around here, you know. I would totally, totally want to like, tour this. It kind of looks like the that, that Van Gogh painting. Excuse me, Van Gogh. Aren't we supposed to say Van Gogh now? Are we? I don't know. I think Boo. English people say Van Gogh. I like Van Gogh. 
Roz will tell us. <laughs> but anyway, it was really cool. Like the whole time capsule thing is just so fascinating. It's really cool. Oh, I know. Man. So that's the dumbass brothel in butt Montana. <laughs> you dumbasses. Lick my butt. <laughs> there was probably a lot of butt licking, especially from Sandra. I mean, I mean, that's literally probably all she did was like, she was like, I. I lick, I lick the butt. They brought me from it's, Canada to not butt so, Montana. It's not so bad for me. <laughs> I do not mind. Keep things tight down below. <laughs> I just use my tongue. <laughs> oh, the miners probably smelled so bad coming up from the mines all day too. That is nasty. Could somebody please stop telling Amy about how bad everything smelled? <laughs> I feel like we can see pictures. We can hear old, you know, songs from that time. But we'll never know what the smells were like. I'm starting to wonder if maybe I smell. And this is Amy spent an entire podcast trying to tell me. (laughs) I mean. Actually, ironically, I I have the worst sense of smell. I'm always congested. I'm super stuffed up right now. Because you guys. California is burning it's to the ground. Still burning. <laughs> Remember how a few weeks ago yeah. we were like, "Hey, it's all burning." It's still burning. Mm-hmm. Actually, the- well, hopefully by the time this comes out. Oh gosh. It'll well, be done. as of the day we're recording, it's sixty nine percent contained. Yeah, sixty nine is the mm. perfect percentage according to For a haunted brothel, our brothel episode. <laughs> our apologies. Mm. <laughs> that was fun. This IP was delightful. Yeah. Um, I'm a little drunky drunk. I know. Me too. Good thing we're recording another episode Drink now. again. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was fun, Sams. So, oh, did you hear my hip crack? I did. Holy crap. I wonder if we picked that up. Whoa. Sounded like um, rapping. Yeah. Hold mm. on. Let's see if I can do mine. Okay. okay it went, but it no. didn't make a noise. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're some old ladies uh-huh. uh, talking about brothels here and our bones Popping cracking. our hips. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, Tam, if you have any stories about your bones cracking, exactly. you should write to us at upghostandpersonal at gmail.com. And please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. We're on Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, anywhere where you listen to your podcast. We're All there. Uh, and, um, and follow us mm-hmm. right? on Instagram. That was me. I did it. I did it. I burped. I burped. I'm a burper. I made the microphones crack. That's okay. I I started. That's beautiful. I'm so proud of myself. So beautiful. That was one of the best burps I've ever burped in my entire life. I'm I'm so glad. I'm so glad that we captured it. Jell, I bet you're not congested anymore. Just cleared everything. If you'd um, like quality content like this, you should follow us on Instagram at Banshees and Booze, and follow us on Twitter at Banshees mm. and Booze. And uh, hey, Amy, yes, Tammy, if you see a ghost, oh, take a shower because things might get pretty raunchy. <laughs> I'm talking about the boot stuff. Le boot, le boot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tammy, yes, Amy, if you see a ghost. Hide your hard rubber balls. <laughs> that was pretty great. That was pretty great. Oh, I'm going to finish this beer. I made myself laugh. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs>